In my very first episode, I talked about how it took me so long to get started on a podcast because I didn't know where to start and I was getting in my own way. Well, I don't want y'all to end up like me and wait two plus years to get started on your dreams. So do yourself a favor and download the Anchor app. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there on your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So they literally do all the hard work for you. But the best part is that you can get paid with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, my babies. It's your girl, Majine, a.k.a. Mama Maj, and you are listening to Mama Majism Podsmas Edition, episode 16, I believe, um, and day two of Kwanzaa. Let's go ahead and get started with some affirmations and then we'll get into the episode. We're going to, of course, start with a couple of deep breaths. You can close your eyes if you want to, too, or most beneficially, if you're, um, if you're around one, you can look in a mirror and repeat after me. Well, after these deep breaths. <laughs> All right, so deep breath in. Hold. And release. Again, deep breath in. Hold. And release. Go ahead and take another deep breath in. I want to remind you to breathe in slowly. Hold. And release. Go ahead and repeat after me. I cannot fail as long as I try. 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 I am open to the mystery and magic that new beginnings bring. I am open to the mystery and magic that new beginnings bring. I am open to the mystery and magic that new beginnings bring. I am open to the mystery and magic that new beginnings bring. I control my own thoughts. I control my own thoughts. I control my own thoughts. I am deserving. I am deserving. I am deserving. I am deserving. 
I cannot fail as long as I try. Deep breath in slowly. Hold. Release. Again, deep breath in. Hold. Release. Last time, deepest breath you can muster. Slowly. Hold. And release. Thank you for joining me in those affirmations. I hope that they help guide you into the new year with positivity and trust within yourself to accomplish all your goals and your dreams. So let's get into this episode, yeah? Hello, my babies. Again, it's your girl, Mama Maj. Day 16, episode 16 of Podsness. Day two of Kwanzaa. I have been practicing, okay? So (laughs) the word for day two. All right, let's see if I get this. Kujicha Gulia. (laughs) Kujicha Gulia. I promise I've been, now I understand why people will be having such a hard time with my name and be wanting to call me a nickname, but we're not going to do it. Okay. You're going to respect my name and figure it out. Just like how I'm figuring this out. Phonetic spelling is okay with me. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, day two of Kwanzaa, um, <laughs> Kujichagulia, and, um, that means self-determination. So, um, the importance of us defining who and what we are. Um, I think that this is a beautiful principle to have, um, not only just for this holiday, but also just thinking of, of life and how we move. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people always say it's important to love yourself. I mean, I'm one of those people, (laughs) but what do we mean by that? You know, like, how do you love yourself? Well, I think one way Um, that you can love yourself is by figuring out what motivates you, what you like to do, what do you want to do for yourself? How would you define yourself? Um, Back when I was at SDSU, I took a woman's studies class and learned so much. But there was one project we had to do in particular where we had to find a, oh, and this this course was women of color focused and I'm not gonna lie to you I picked the class because it said women of color and I automatically assumed it was a focus on black women but it was actually um a study on all women of color so black Asian basically anyone who ain't white right so um it was a very insightful class and I I got to learn more um more specifically about like Hispanic women and Latinx, um, people of color, women, people, women of color, um, because my professor is, um, 
she was, she is, because she's still alive, she is um, Hispanic, I believe, yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the project we had to do was a, we had to pick a woman of color and basically interview them. Um, and the idea is that um, when you look back at history and how um, even like, I don't know, cavemen, when they would like tell stories by putting drawings on their cave walls or whatever the fuck, um, the importance there was that they were passing down traditions, they were passing down stories um, of what, you know, of how they came to be, right, about their ancestors, about different things like that. And I feel like a lot of us don't really, and by a lot of us, I mean myself, mainly, we don't really look to um, the family members who are closest to us or even the ones who aren't close in terms of like location or in terms of relationship. But the people who we still have access to that are in our families who have all this knowledge, all this wisdom about, you know, your family's history or about their their history, which is your family's history. Right. So um, I thought that it was a really dope project and most people you know faced with this project are like okay I'm gonna interview my grandma or a family member and I knew it was easy for me to do that um, but I wanted to challenge myself because I would like to think which this was three years ago um, my thought process was I would much rather challenge myself by finding a woman of color outside of my family to interview and then hopefully in the years in the near future I can just do the same thing with my family members without having to do it because, oh, I'm going to get a grade on this. And this is what's keeping me from graduating. Like, no, I want to do it because I genuinely want to know about my family's history. I have yet to do that. Not going to lie, but I have been slowly getting better at even just being present, right? Like when I'm with my family, I'm always on my phone, you know? And it's like, yeah, I'll enjoy the, the family moments, the family times when I'm eating dinner with them. But um, all the extra time waiting for the food to be done could be me talking to one of my aunts or my uncles about, you know, their life or about like stories of my mom or whoever growing up. Right. But I, I never take that chance to do that. I, I'm always on my phone. So um, the person who I ended up picking um, an amazing, brilliant woman that I adore so much, Dr. Ashe. Um, I don't want to put her full name out there because I don't know who'd be listening to be a weirdo. Um, but she is definitely someone who you want to have in your corner. She is brilliant. But um, she and this was before I even knew her, knew her. I didn't even have a class with her yet at this point. Um, but I seen her how she moved on campus. And I was like, this this is a woman I have to interview. This is someone whose story I feel needs to be told. Um, and so long story short, she agreed and um, I really got to know her um, really well in her journey to, you know, becoming um, a professor. Not I forget what it's called when you're a step below a professor because she's in like she was in the, the trial stages. But um, I ended up taking a class with her afterwards and she was awesome, which duh. Um, but it was just so interesting hearing her her story and how she got to where she was and what her influences were. And, um, a question came up that she had posed to me, which I ended up doing, um, a poetry piece on, which was a part of my, um, project for this woman's studies class, which she had said or asked, um, such a profound question, which is like, 
who who would we as black women identify ourselves as if we didn't have the struggle? I was pausing for dramatic effect. All right. Uh, so <laughs> when I heard her ask that, I was like, oh, oh, shit, I don't know. I feel like most of my identity evolves around me um, revolve, sorry, revolves around me being a black woman. Um, and it's hard not to, because a lot of the things that happen in my life is kind of a reactionary effect caused by me being a black woman, uh, the way people treat me, the way I'm viewed, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it just really, and, and she was more so asking under, um, because we were having a conversation about, um, classism I want to say and it's like okay so most most people especially women of color especially especially black women we we have our our identities are kind of surrounded by our struggle our identities is surrounded by um the pain and and the torment and the different things that we go through as black women living in America right and so what would happen if we were to take that away what would happen to the black women that are struggling to uh, paycheck to paycheck to pay their bills and to have a roof over their heads? What, what would happen if we take that away? Who would that woman then become? Would she even know who she was uh, if she wasn't faced with, you know, um, trying to run from bill collectors calling every day? You know what I mean? And I was like, damn, it really made me think because I feel like at that time anyway, my identity was was definitely structured around my struggles. It was structured around the fact that I'm first generation college student, but I have this debt, this school debt waiting for me when I graduate, one. For two, you know, I'm I'm attempting to work full time, go to school full time, and, you know, still have the time to have some sort of a social life so I don't go crazy. And it's like, but I also gotta worry about bills, food, place to sleep it like it's just so many different things that like I don't even get to fully know what it feels like to live to be human to enjoy experiences because there's always something in the back of my head that's like mm, but this has to get done mm, but I still have to worry about this mm, 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 and it's so many different things and it just really made me think like damn because I didn't really have a clear understanding of who I was at the time um that was kind of my journey of like self-love and self-discovery so uh, that w- that conversation was very eye-opening for me. And the only reason why I bring it up and I wanted to talk about it was because when we, when we think about self-determination, at least when I think of it, I hear, okay, like it's about how well you're able to kind of discipline yourself to, get, to go after, you know, whatever it is you want. But I think it's a little deeper than that, which is like, who, who is it that you want to be? Who is it that you're that you're trying to define yourself as who do you want people to see you as when you are gone and can't speak for yourself right and um I just think that this is such a dope principle and I'm glad that it's one of the things that um the light gets shed on and so as we look upon this principle day two of Kwanzaa um, and yes, you basically are inadvertently um, <laughs> participating by listening to this. But I really do hope that you kind of start thinking, what is it? What is it about? Like, how would you define self-determination and what ways do you define yourself as? Speaking um, on the current, um, me in my current state right now, my self-determination, I want to define myself as, um, I want to say... 
a mentor, but like I even that feels too formal for me. I just want to be looked at as as love and action. God, that sounded so corny. <laughs> but I just mean that I just want to be able to walk into a room and you just feel it. You feel that I'm just I'm not here to hurt. I'm not here to harm. I'm just really trying to um pass on this energy of love you know I just I really truly want the best for everyone and sometimes for me it doesn't come off across that well I'm not saying I'm an angel I am a smart ass I am a recovering um sarcasticolic okay I used to be sarcastic out the ass I think I'm a little better but I know I could still use some work so I'm not sitting here trying to say that like I am painting myself as this perfect person because I'm far from it. And I think that that is what makes me so cool. And that's what makes everybody cool because nobody's perfect, right? But it's just in the ways that we we go about moving that really show people who we are. Um, so yeah, I really truly, especially in 2020, want to just uh, recreate myself to a point where you see me and you just know. Like I want a stranger to look at me and just be like, yes, this is some, this is an energy that I... I need around me or like, yes, I don't want to know her personally. Like I'm not trying to get too close, but I see you sis. Like I see your growth. I see your potential. I see all that you're trying to do. Just keep doing it. And you know, the rest will figure itself out. So I challenge all of you, my listeners, my babies, my supporters to think about how it is you would define yourself. Who are you? Who do you want to exude who do you want people to see you and be like yeah this is who this person is you know like you you have time right now if you're listening to this you have time to make a decision and make it happen if you want to be a certain way be a certain way it's it's not going to be easy but you can start by verbally acknowledging it and then figuring out the proper steps to make it happen action 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 it's the reason why I say love in action because I don't want to just, I just, I don't want to just exist. I want to, I want to live. I want to move. I want to, I want to do the work. I want to be the work, you know? And that's all I have for you today. I hope that uh, this made sense. I hope I didn't butcher day two too badly. Um, and really, I just hope that you take the time um, to invest in yourself. I I know we're getting close to the end of the year, which is why I'm kind of like really pushing to talk about this stuff because um, I think it's it's always hard to to change. It's always hard to allow change and to accept change and to make change. Um, but I think that it, it gets a little easier when you start it on a beginning, when you start it new, when you start it fresh. And, you know, nothing beats the new year. Um, it gives you ample time to to figure it out and eventually get it right so invest in yourself this year 2020 but start today because it'll make it a whole lot easier to make that leap in the new year if you're already starting a couple days ahead of schedule please 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 be kind to one another and move with intention and mean it from the bottom of my heart I love you.